You also made a good point when we talk about Chris Lindstrom as we now transition to taking our first look at the Pittsburgh Steelers. You made a good point about Chris Lindstrom, and, and when you said he plays against the elite, he struggles. Well, he's going up against the elite this week, and you know, I actually I listened to the interview that Dukes and Bell, the show you're the executive producer for, and do a great job, by the way. Uh, you guys had on Chuck Smith yesterday, and you and Chuck Smith talked about the matchup that he is most intrigued by, and the the matchup he's looking forward to the most when we talk about Falcons and Steelers is Cam Hayward against Chris Lindstrom. Cam Hayward is, even though he's older, he's still an elite football player and still an elite defensive lineman, not only for the Pittsburgh Steelers, but in the entirety of the NFL when you talk about defensive linemen. So how is Chris Lindstrom going to hold up against Cam Hayward? And, you know, you call Dukes and Chuck Smith and Mike Bellero talking about it. Cam Hayward is a big, big fella. And, you know, that automatically might be a matchup to watch right there is Cam Hayward versus Chris Lindstrom. We'll get more into that on Friday. But that that is going to be interesting to see how, you know, that's an elite matchup for Chris Lindstrom. And how does he handle that on on Sunday? Because, you know, obviously the protection up front comes first and foremost when you talk about, you know, what what the keys to victory are. You don't want Cam Hayward wrecking your uh, your run game or your passing game on Sunday. Yeah, I mean, like Cam Hayward's a good player, um, yeah, and and he and he's been one for for years now. Um, he's having a, another pretty pretty good year. I think Derrick Brown right now is probably playing, but I think Derrick Brown is is turned into probably one of the best defense, um, you know, D linemen in in in, in football, and I think he's kind yeah. of flying under the radar because of where he plays. You know, he plays at Carolina mm-hmm. again. That Carolina defense a lot better than people realize, and honestly. Yep. This Pittsburgh defense is is not so bad itself. Um, mm-hmm. They, ironically enough, they've, they've they've they're not very good in the passing game, and they've been a better <laughs> run defense. Um, yeah, but I don't want to get ahead of myself because I know we're gonna do the first. I guess we're rolling into the we're first. We're in the first right look now. now. Yeah. Um, yeah. You know, and, and I didn't even think about it, but but this defense, they're. They're a better run defense than they are a pass. They're top, they're top ten and run against the run, only allowing 104 yards. So once again, and if you go back and you look at last week, it was in a situation where we were we, last week you went against the sixth best run defense. Yep. So Arthur Smith has shown that at least in the run game, he's able to scheme the run game to productivity. Um, right. This is this is a, a a run offense that's that's rarely been shut down all year. And right. it's been a good thing. And the passing offense, this is the this is the thirty first passing offense against the thirtieth passing defense and Falcons offense versus the Steelers defense. So this isn't a situation where you you've got two great uh you know, where one side is is good versus good and the other is bad versus bad. And um but you look over this defense and there are at every level, there are guys who have been players. I mean, Minka Fitzpatrick is a first-round draft pick who who um, has kind of excelled since he he oh, left yeah. Miami and came to to Pittsburgh. You look over in the um, in their second level, which would be the linebackers. Now they run a three-four, but you've got Miles Jack, former Jaguar, another former yep. first-round pick, Devin Bush. 
Um, another former first round pick, TJ yep. Watt, who is he is technically a linebacker in this defense, but he like Lorenzo Carter and those guys, he's an edge rusher, and he mm-hmm. is absolutely um one of the best edge rushers in, in in football. And he's he's not been that guy this year. I'm not even sure. Honestly, I'd have to check. I know that he came off an injury last yeah. season, and, and I think I'm not mistaken. He nearly tore his pec, um, basically tore his pec uh, this season. At some point this season, he missed a few. He missed some time, came back. He's been back for maybe, I don't know exactly. He's been back for at least a week because he played this. He played Monday night, he's but been he's been back for, for at least weeks. two, three weeks. Huh? He's been back for three weeks. And three in, that weeks. Time, okay. in that time, he's only gotten 13 tackles and a half a sack and since yeah. he came back. So he's still getting ramped up, so you would like to right. think that we would, you know, he doesn't have his coming out party against us, right? I hope not. <laughs> but then, then you go to the front, and 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 again, you get into some guys like Ogan Joby. I mean, that's a guy that that yeah. Larry Ogan Joby is a guy that came from Cleveland, or excuse me, Cincinnati last year. He was drafted originally by Cleveland. He's he spent his whole career in this uh, this AFC North division, and he's a guy that can play. You know, he's a not a small guy, 6'3", three, three, over 300 pounds. All their guys, I mean, their smallest guy on their defensive line goes at 293, which is uh, – wow. and he's a 6'7 guy, and Isaiah Laudermilk. Um, so they've got some big boys up front, yeah. and, and and Cameron Hayward is another one. So this, de- this defense has players, a lot like the one last week. They've got some guys in every level that can play. But can you neutralize them and, sh- and and shorten the game? And 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 Dylan, uh, I don't know if you have anything more on their defense, but uh, getting over their offense, in some ways, it's going to be like looking in the mirror. Yeah, it is. It is. Uh, I mean, this team they like to they like to run the football. And something that will be interesting to see is the health of Najee Harris. Now that you bring up the Steelers' offense, because he did uh, get hurt with an abdominal injury in the Monday night game against Matt Ryan and the Colts, and he did not return to the game. So he did. He was back on the sidelines, and luckily he was kind of stretching things out. Um, but he did not return in that football game. Now the Steelers did still end up getting the win, but that will be something to look out for because if for some reason he's not able to go, that is obviously a huge, huge blow to what the Pittsburgh Steelers want to do because, you know, that's their guy. Najee Harris is their guy. Just like Kenny Pig is their guy, Najee Harris is their guy. And uh, he's he's a huge part of their offense. And like you said, they don't necessarily want Kenny Pickett to throw the football 30, 35 times a game. They want to hand the ball off and kind of hit you in the mouth throwing the football with Najee Harris and the rest of that running back crew. So if Najee Harris is out, that's obviously a huge blow uh, for the Pittsburgh Steelers. And just going back to their uh, their their defense just really quickly and you touched on it they've been you know worse in the past than they have been in the run so it's going to be interesting to see just how the the Falcons are able to attack that because you know you would like to think yeah, with the team that isn't so good in their past defense and you know they're supposed to be good in the run defense I mean I'm not concerned about the uh, team that's good with their run defense I mean Arthur Smith has shown even even against good run defenses, the the Falcons are going to get their rush yards. I mean, that's just is what it is. But you hope there's something there's some things there that they can exploit on the passing side 
of 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 the football and and, and the passing game that they can exploit as far as you know when they're offense and the Steelers are on defense. But back to the offense really quickly. Um, if Najee can't go, Bo, that that's obviously a huge blow to them, and you feel a lot better about your chances because it might mean you know one Najee Harris isn't hopefully gashing you for a whole bunch of yards, but you might see Kenny Pickett throwing the ball a little bit more, which bodes well for the Falcons. Well, yeah, and and look, it doesn't bode too well if um if pick if George Pickens, a former Georgia product, oh, continues to to ball out. But again, look. He's this offense balling. is pedestrian. Um, yeah. They, again, yeah. You know, like, I mean, tw- twenty-eight in scoring. Um, they, they they they're twenty-first in running the ball. But the problem is, is you you know you mentioned the Najee Harris injury, but Benny Smell, Jalen Warren, those are guys that those aren't those aren't bad players. Nope. And it worries you if if Najee Harris can go and if they they can they can get after you. Um. Because this run defense has been gashed the last few weeks, and so, and probably three weeks in a row, if I'm not mistaken. So you you got to step up, and you, you really don't want them to have their way, um, because it, it is it is just not been good lately. And they, that's what they want to do. They want to limit. They they want to throw this thing maybe 25 times with Kenny Pickett as, as well as he's coming on. He's still not. Um, he's still a rookie, and he's still not there. And 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 look, George Pickens, as well as he's played, he only had three catches for 57 yards last week. It always seems to be a crazy catch, and you got to remember that. See, that's one of the things yep. that we don't think about that that these guys look. You you you're not going to stop them every play. They're going to have their play here and there. There, right. George Pickens is going to make a wild catch in this game, <laughs> and the and, and that's that's part of it. What you've got to do is limit it, limit mm-hmm. those things. Don't you know? Force them after he makes a play of that, stop their run game, and then force them to kick a field goal. Or maybe if you can limit the possessions, that it just doesn't hurt you. But just it it we're, we're getting a little. I'm, I'm I'm starting to roll a little bit ahead with some of the things like how you limit those. But just make sure you can limit the damage because you 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 go into a game knowing that to an extent they're gonna get. Some of these guys are going to get there. So you, you just know now with the league, they're going to run for 100 yards. Make sure it's not 150. They're yeah. going to score points. Make sure there are more field goals than touchdowns, like in the red right. area. It's just those little things. Just like you know that you're going to have limited opportunities in the red area. Make sure you score touchdowns on those chances, which, yep. you know, we we really didn't um, – we're. Last week we didn't have a lot of possessions in the red zone. I think we were one of two, I believe, in the yeah. red area. We we were stuck on the outside, but this defense is twenty fourth in red area score uh, as far as giving up scores. And our offense has actually been one of the better offenses in the red area. You know, you're you're scoring a, a touchdowns at a sixty one percent clip. You gotta you gotta do that again this week. And you, when you get in the red area, you gotta put touchdowns and put pressure on them. And that's just kind of what I've got because you've got some some younger players on their team in some key positions. So that that's my look ahead. Um, you know, again, a quick recap: not a, not a great offense. It's 28th in scoring. Their defense is 24th in scoring. You're a four, you're 14th in scoring as an offense, and your defense is 25th in scoring. So you just gotta score touchdowns when you have the opportunity. 
um, and, 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 and make these numbers kind of come to fruition. I do want to say this as we wrap up, because I think this is important to mention. Uh, the Falcons have to get back to sacking the quarterback on a consistent basis. I mean, right now, it, it's kind of seemed they, they've been able to get some sacks, but they haven't been able to do it consistently. Right now, it seems like they're more so getting sacks on guys who usually take sacks and are, are kind of bad about taking sacks. They got to Joe Burrow. Joe Burrow usually takes a lot of sacks. And I mean, even though the offensive line isn't good, I mean, part of taking sacks is on the quarterback and Joe Burrow takes some takes a lot of sacks. So we got to him. Justin Fields, usually, you know, even though he's mobile, believe it or not, he takes a lot of sacks. So we were able to sack him. Um, we we Taylor Heineke doesn't take a lot of sacks. We didn't get to him that often. So we got to get back to sacking the quarterback, no matter who the quarterback is. And a part of that is, you know, who we have out there. And unfortunately, Arnold Ebicady, uh, he's dealing with, uh, he's been dealing with a little uh, rip, not a little, but a forearm wrist type injury. And uh, he, that tweak, that got tweaked a little bit. And he wasn't able to return. Uh, he didn't play uh, a good portion of the second half uh, last game. So that's going to be a key factor, too, to see if we have our, our rookie AK out there. Hopefully he's able to run down Kenny Pickett and sack him. Um, but that's going to be a big deal as well. Whether AK's out there or not, we have to find a way to get Kenny Pickett down. And he's a mobile too. He can extend the play. Uh, he's he's not a Lamar Jackson or anybody like that, but he can run on you. He can extend the play. So that's something the Falcons have to be mindful of as well. They've, you know, they've been okay, I guess, for the most part against mobile quarterbacks. But like you said, they're going to get their rush yards. They're going to do their thing. You just have to limit it. And that includes Kenny Pickett and him running the football. You got to limit that as well. And hopefully you can kind of did what you did at, at times against Justin Fields, kind of get a nice mush rush on him and cave and collapse things in on him. You can bring him down uh, more times than not. So we'll see about that. And we'll keep you updated on the health of Arnold Epicati as well, because that's going to be um, a big deal for the Atlanta Falcons, whether he plays or not. 